there, I'm Adira. And I'm Miriam Sima. Thank you for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're so excited to learn with you. A rope walks into an ice cream shop. The waiter says no ropes allowed. The rope leaves, ties itself into a knot, and walks back in. The waiter says, are you a rope? The rope says, nope, I'm afraid not. That joke was not so bad. Good job stringing me along. Aren't you glad I didn't say any not-not jokes? All right, now let's talk about some knots that Hashem asks us to tie in Parshat Shlach. In this week's parasha, God asks Moshe to send people to scout out the land of Canaan, the land that B'nai Israel will be traveling to, and to see what it's like. Moshe sends a group of people called the Meraglim to travel there and report back. The Meraglim return with stories about the land, that it flows with milk and honey, but that giant, strong people live there. People B'nai Israel could never defeat. B'nai Israel are sure that if they go to the land Hashem has promised, they'll be killed. They complain and say it would be better to return to Egypt or to die in the desert. God is fed up with B'nai Israel rejecting what they're told, even after all the miracles they've seen. So Hashem decides that instead of going to the land they were promised, they'll wander for 40 years. Their children will be the ones to leave the desert. At the end of the Parsha, B'nai Israel get a mitzvah to do that will help them keep God in their thoughts and not stray from the mitzvah. Let's hear how the Torah tells it. It's okay if you don't understand the words. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're tying tzitzit, then you should not lose your concentration. Ready? We're starting at the end of the seventh aliyah. God said to Moses as follows, Speak to B'nai Israel and instruct them to make for themselves fringes on the corners of their garments throughout the ages. Let them attach a cord of blue to the fringe at each corner. That shall be your fringe. Look at it and recall all the commandments of God and observe them, so that you do not follow your heart and eyes in your desires. Thus, you shall be reminded to observe all my commandments and be holy to your God. So this is what Hashem is saying to Moshe. 
Jaberil Bnei Israel, speak to Bnei Israel. Vamarta lehem, right? And tell them. What should they do? Basulam titit. <laughs> right. They should do what? They should make themselves tzitzis. Where should those tzitzis be? I'll confess to him. Right? Yeah. And what does that mean? Um, on the corner. Oh, I know this because of Arba Kanfos Ha'aretz. Oh, wow. Can you say more so about that? So, Kanaf is corner. Great. So, where are the tzitzits supposed to go? On the four corners of your garment, like the four corners of the earth. Wow. But it only is on a four-cornered garment. So then it's, Lidor Sam is on every generation. Mm-hmm. And, Right, so what should they put on these tzitzit? A, um, one of the string would be in, is teal tzitzit like a shade of blue or what does teal mean? So petil is a cord. Okay. And then tzitzit. So on one of the corners you have a cord that is tzitzit like blue. Um, right, I think it's saying that the cords on every, right? It's one of them is on Everyone? every corner. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. So it's like, you know how your tzitzis have like a lot of strings, right? Each yeah. one has a lot of strings. Yeah. So I think it's saying that one of those strings on each corner is blue. Ah, cool. So what's it saying that tzitzit's job is? Um, to help you remember the tzitzis, like the mitzvah, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and so that you'll do them. Mm-hmm. What about tzitzis reminds you of mitzvah? Because uh, it is a mitzvah, and it's a mitzvah that you have with you all the time. Mm. So if you do it, and then you see it, it's a mitzvah, and then one mitzvah probably would remind you of all the other mitzvahs. Right, and so it's really because it's with you all the time. Is that what it is that helps remind yeah. you of all the other mitzvot? There's probably something else to it, but I don't know what that is, so it doesn't really matter. That's my take on it. Somehow there's also an idea that like the strings and the knots together... Are like 313. Right, yeah. somehow add up to 613 which is the number of mitzvot that we have. And Arba Kanfosaras, you should do mitzvot wherever you are in the world. So you're saying that the tzitzit being on all four corners of the garment yeah. are like... The four corners of the earth, so you should do mitzvot wherever you are. Oh, I really like that. I don't get why some adults like say, like, oh, you don't have to like just do it at home. You also have to do it. Like when we're on this like school trip, like like teachers say that and stuff. Uh, like, mm-hmm. isn't that obvious? It's like a fundamental thing, and like some kids like don't do that. I just like what? This is just how we are. This is how we behave. Yeah, it's a fundamental thing. So you're saying just like manners, meets about are a fundamental thing. Exactly. You should. You should do them wherever you are. Of course you should. You should do them in Arba Kanfot Haaretz on all four corners of the earth. Exactly. And everywhere in between. <laughs> and what shouldn't you do? Don't 
literally it's like to follow. Don't follow your heart. Without yeah. Them, yeah. Don't follow your heart. What the? <laughs> right? What do you think that means? Well, when your heart wants to do something sinful, don't do it. Mm. Probably. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Right? Because then it's gonna say ve'acharei einechem. Right? And, and don't. And after your eyes, and like before your eyes. Right. So v'la taturacharei. Right. So taturacharei is to follow. Yeah. So then, don't follow your heart or your. Eyes. Yeah, exactly. Asher atem zonim acharehem, which like you're kind of like drawn to negative things because of them. Dun dun dun. I'm not drawn to negative things because of them. People aren't always drawn to negative things because of them. I just think that's dumb. You're saying your eyes and your heart are never going to lead you to do something really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Why would your eyes and heart lead you to kill somebody? Unless you're a psychopath,、mm-hmm. then you might. But like, yeah. So how about someone who sees something that doesn't belong to them and is like, "I want that." Oh、uh, yeah, I guess that is right. Okay, but like, I feel like it's more the other senses than heart and eyes. Like, heart and eyes do play a part in that. Like, heart is like a main thing in that. <laughs> but like. Eyes, it's like sometimes, but like not really. It's more like ears and mouth.、Hmm. Mm-hmm. So you stand by your like, earlier opinion, which、yes. is totally solid. It, it, it's like ears, mouth, and I guess also heart. Heart is like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, but I, like following your heart, like if you're a good person, it leads you to do、mm-hmm. good stuff in it. You're bad, so sometimes you should follow. I just think that this is just completely incorrect. It depends what kind of, like person you are, and like even if you're like a bad person, but then you like fight the being badness. But、mm-hmm. like if like some people are born like with like more temptations, and if they overcome that, they're like real tzaddik. They're like really good people. They're like really good people because they were able to overcome their temptations.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you because I want the heart to really be like I relate to the heart. Yeah,、like、the heart、way. I get. The heart I get. But like, no, I relate to the heart as like a really good thing, right? Yeah, but it could be a bad thing. It just depends what kind of person you are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Being good or being bad has mostly to do with what's in your heart, or it actually has to do with what you do. Well, it's what you do, and just some people are bo- born with like more temptations. To- I think so. I'm not sure. I haven't scientifically proven this yet. <laughs> But I think like good and bad people depends on your actions. No, people who are raised in rough conditions. Uh, I either become good people or become bad people. It just depends about what goes through their head and like what they do. I see where like the bad people are coming from. I kind of really feel bad for them because like I feel like mostly in the movies, like books and stuff, the good person always wins and gets them. But like 
they had reasons, and like sometimes they're killed, sometimes they like go to jail. But it's like, was it entirely their fault? I think this leads us to the context of this, which is that this actually comes in the context of Parshat Shlach, which is all about the Miraglim, where the spies were going to scout out the land, and they decide that it's going to be... This, 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 this uh, Parsha makes me angry. Yeah. I bet it makes a lot of people angry. What makes you angry about this Parsha? Mm, the Miraglim. Most of them, at least. <laughs> right. So they decide that it's too scary to go conquer the land, so they come back and they try to convince B'nai Israel not to go by saying the land is amazing, but we can't possibly go conquer. Like, the land is amazing, but there are these huge, giant people. Uh, and they, like, brought back these giant things, like, I don't know, I just think it's kind of dumb, and it just makes me so mad! <laughs> so, how do you, th- so this comes right at the end of that maddening Parsha. Do you think the Miraglim followed their eyes or their hearts? Well, their eyes and their hearts. Oh! Because their eyes see all those stuff, and the big stuff, and, they, and they're scared in their hearts. So, dear, if you are teaching B'nai Israel not to stray from God... How do you think you would remind them? Right? Hashem chose tzitzit. Like, is that a method you would have chosen? Is there something else you would have done? Uh, I would have, like, if I were him, I would make, like, some sort of, like, glint or something on everything so that they know that Hashem is, like, always there and Hashem is all-powerful so that they know, like, to trust Hashem and not to mess with Hashem. What about a glint reminds you of of Hashem? Mm, like, a glint would be like a sparkle, and I just think that would be like, kind of shows like power. And like energy? Energy, yeah, energy. Energy. So if like everything was glinting, then we would always be aware yeah. that God's energy is with us. Yeah. Everything had like a goldish like glint to it you know mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be gold but it would like be like the kind of glint that's on gold mm-hmm. and it just be like on everything kind of like shimmery shimmery yeah hmm. it's something a shem made not man made so it's like a even bigger reminder and it's on everything so you always see it and if you don't trust that's always going to be you can just check everything that you see and then you know that the glint's always there. And yeah, mm-hmm. you start trusting Hashem more. I had such a good time learning Torah with you today, Adira. And we can continue our conversation with our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? What they think Hashem should do to, to like remind people of the mitzvah. Like if they have any idea besides tzitzis. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parashat Korah. Until next Torah time.